Café Sofé is an unscripted interview-style podcast that features a member of the LGBT plus community every single week. This podcast is released in four parts every week, from Monday to Thursday. Join us with your morning coffee, or your afternoon coffee, or your middle-of-the-day coffee, or your middle-of-the-night coffee. We don't judge. On Friday, the full episode will be released compiled together. But if you would like to hear every episode a whole week earlier, consider supporting us on Patreon. Search for Café Sophie. The link is in the description. Now, join me and my guests this week as we enter Café Sophie. Oh, hello! Welcome to Cafe Sophie. I'm Sophie Sophiers. I'll be your server today. Uh, what can I get for you? I have a large cappuccino, extra bleachy, please. Of course. Um, and what can I? Uh, what's your name so I can write it on the cup? Marie Saint Sandy. Okay, Marnie Mint Mandy. Okay, got that. You know, your drink's gonna take a while. Would you like a little? I don't know, espresso while you're sitting and waiting? Oh, why not? It's not like I'm in a rush or anything. Of course! No bother. Okay. So, I like doing this thing while we're, you know, waiting for the drinks to get made. Um, I call it... Espresso Yourself. And basically, I'm just gonna ask you some quick-fire questions while you're sitting and waiting. Great. You cool with that? Yeah. Wonderful. Okay, let's get this out of the way. What are your pronouns? I use any pronouns. When I'm out of drag, um, he, they. When I'm in drag, I usually tend to go more towards she, her. Oh, you're a drag queen. I yes. didn't notice. I just thought you had a really sharp nose. Well, <laughs> what can I say? Genetics. And where are you from? I'm originally from the Highlands, but I moved to Glasgow about six years ago uh, to study, and while I was there I got horrendously distracted during my degree with becoming a part-time woman. Mm, it is difficult being a part-time woman. I wouldn't know, but I can imagine. <laughs> so, I hope this isn't too forward, but how old are you? I'm 24. 24, wow, you're practically decaying in front of me. I'm going to be 25 in April, and that's a quarter of a century. I didn't really get much of a celebration this year because of COVID, so depending on what we're allowed to do by April, we'll see. COVID, who's she? Is she another drag queen you work with? She's in the cores. Ah, I see. <laughs> so what's something you're known for? I'm known for... So I'm known for my very strange conceptual numbers that are the majority of them are talking and spoken word as opposed to actual songs and dancing but i'm also known for writing poetry and also my crazy conceptual numbers i think really all of that falls on storytelling i want to be known as a great storyteller oh okay so what's something everyone knows about you i don't feel like anybody knows an awful lot about me i try to keep everything quite close to my chest Okay, then what's something you'd like everyone to know about you? But I'm not actually rich. 
feel like people think that I'm really wealthy and rich, but I'm not. I just dress that way. And it's like, it's one of those weird things that's come with my drag. I always, I like to sort of play with gender, obviously, but I like to play with wealth as well. It's like, I could walk up into a bar and have about a tenner in my bank account, but you'd think that... You at least had £12.50. Exactly! <laughs> <laughs> that's wealth. Wealth is relative, in my opinion, anyway. Wow. Ralph is relative. Ralph is relative. <laughs> Ralph is relative. Period! <laughs> <laughs> so what's something you're most proud of? I am probably most proud of my poetry book, um, the Sunflowers and Ghosts trilogy, which I released in 2018 and 2019. And I'm also very proud, obviously, of the book about this year, which is called Pink in the Face. I think certainly to evolve as a poet and as a drag queen and to combine the two, I think is, is definitely something. I think I'm very proud of my ability to be vulnerable, but also to be silly as well, you know, to merge those two worlds together. But I think all in all, I am just proud of everything that I've achieved in drag because before I started drag, I was an insanely introverted person. I never ever thought I would ever go on a stage and perform in front of people. I think every time, even if I do like a crap performance, I do just sometimes need to pinch myself and remind myself that, you know, you're you're on a stage doing something that you never thought would be an option for you. And you've put in that work, grow and develop, not just in your craft, but in your confidence. Wow, very interesting. So what's something you're not proud of? I'm not proud of usually how much I drink before I go on stage. I feel like a lot of people in the drag scene don't actually know what I'm like sober. <laughs> I know I don't. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's 10 o'clock on a Tuesday and you're steaming. I can smell the liquor coming off you. You know, just a little mimosa with my cornflake. It's nothing wrong with that. Mm. It's like having a cup of chamomile at night. I have a mimosa in the morning. I see. And do you put the cornflakes in the mimosa, or do you pour the mimosa on top of the cornflakes? One individual cornflake, stick a cocktail stick through it, and it's the little garnish in the glass. Wow, and you wonder why people think you're rich. Exactly. They're special A. Oh no, they're not cornflakes. Crunchy <laughs> nuts. Crunchy nuts. I like the ones dipped in the honey with the nuts on it. Ugh. Okay, how about this? On a scale of one to five, how much do you drink? Well, I before lockdown, I would have said five. Now, I'm literally somewhere between like a one and a two now. I have honestly cut that shit out. I never realised how much drinking... At one point in my life, drinking was something I would do on my own. And I would do it a lot. Sometimes if I thought, I need some inspiration. So I would be like, or I want to write a poem or something, but I can't get the words out. I'd be like, you a wine. Few glasses of wine turn into a bottle and that was obviously something that I did on my own and it wasn't healthy um, but now for me I think obviously there's just been no motivation become a lot more of a social thing but there's no social aspect of it anymore so definitely my drinking has gone from like a five to a one very quickly I don't actually miss it that much okay then how about we answer some questions a little bit faster just your gut reaction Okay? Right. Okay. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Pepsi or Pepsi Max? Pepsi. Pepsi or Pepsi Diet? Pepsi. Pepsi or Pepsi Cherry? Ooh. Pepsi. By the way, this podcast is not sponsored by Pepsi. They couldn't be bothered. 
They were too busy sponsoring Salma's podcast. <laughs> okay. Fave drink. Fave drink? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, a, gla- a glass of Pinot Grigio. Mm. Favorite food? Carbonara. Mm. Favorite type of pasta? Oh, well, I just discovered a new one. It's like, it looks like it says giggly. Is that how you pronounce it? It's like G-I-G-L-E. Mm. Giggly. It's, it, oh, it's wonderful. Okay. Favorite brand of deodorant? Lynx Africa! Yeah! Mm, I thought I smelled testosterone when you came in. That sweat, darling. <laughs> ah, well, this has been a wonderful conversation. Um, my final question to you. What was your drink again? I completely forgot what you ordered and I didn't write it down. A uh, Pinot Grigio with extra bleach, please. <laughs> of course, I'll get that out right away. In the meantime, how about we um, stare into each other's eyes without blinking? Okay.